So ConvertKit has released their 2023 State of the Creator Economy. And if you are part of the creator economy, meaning you're a content creator and you're trying to make money, which there ain't nothing wrong with that, then I thought I would share what I thought were some of the fascinating studies from this. Now, if you're interested in the entire uh, study, uh, I'll put a link to that down in the description. It's pretty fascinating. Uh, and, and if you're not familiar with ConvertKit, ConvertKit is a, uh, is a, I've known it more for email marketing, uh, but they also do a lot of other things for creators. So if you're interested in that, I'll put a link to that down in the description. But there are a lot of cool uh, findings in there and some takeaways uh, in their 2023 state of the creator economy. So what do you say we jump into it? So I actually thought this one was fascinating, that 60 3% of creators are women. Now, you know, it's it's funny when, when I look at the creators that I follow, those that I've become even friends with and stuff like that, I you know, I don't even know what that balance is. But again, I, I thought that was very interesting that 63% of the creators are women. There's no uh, takeaway on that. It's just, it, it's just is what it is. So next one that came up is, I thought this was very interesting too. Now, again, these are, based on a lot of different things. So they interviewed 1,200 content creators. And from that, what they found, the top three creator types. Now there's a bunch more and it might be worth getting the, uh, the, the, the report just to see kind of where you fall in here. This is not, none of this I'm doing it to compare yourself. I, comparison is, is horrible. I, I think it's good to look and see what we're doing against other people, but not as a, in terms of competition. Top three creator types, blogger, digital content creator, and educator. Now, I'm not going to lie. I was actually surprised to see blogger number one. I, I don't believe in, in the blogging is dead thing. Um, you know, my wife started a, a blog this year. Um, she, she almost called it, uh, I'll blog when I want to, or something like that. Uh, she's writing it about our, our youngest son who has special needs, and I think in six months, maybe she's written three articles. She's a fantastic writer. But her thing is, you know, I'll, I'll get to it when I get to it. But again, I, you know, blogging is the number one content uh, uh, type of content. Now, if you look at number two, digital content creator, which is really what I put myself at um, years ago, I remember uh, Owen video and, I, video and I were talking. And he said, "You're you're a digital marketer. Just call yourself a digital creator." I, that's probably true. I lean more into video, but educator. I also consider myself an educator, so I did think that was fascinating that uh, educator would be in there as well. So let's look at uh, what came up next. So the three topics. Now these are the three topics, the top topics that um, most creators are creating. And again, if you don't see yourself on this list, don't freak out. There's other ones on there. But again, these were the top three. Lifestyle and personal development was number one. So again, I don't want to get into a comparison thing, but if, if that's your your niche or your area of topic, uh, I like to call it better than niche is like, that's the topic you focus on. Then, you know, you're up there. Number two, business, entrepreneurship, and or tech. Now, personally, I separate those two. I mean, I, I know of guys that are all into tech, 
guys that I follow, I learn from, and I wouldn't consider those guys business people and or even entrepreneurs. They just love tech. The other thing too is about the, the same thing about business and tech being together. So I I don't know exactly how ConvertKit uh, when they were gathering the information, uh, how they said this. But the the third one, art and design. I thought that was very interesting. Um, so again, if you are in that group there, then consider yourself in the top three topics. Now, I thought this was very interesting. This is an opportunity. The, the, the topic that was covered the least was mental health information. So where's the opportunity? Well, if if you're in the area of mental health, um, and and that could that could be a lot of different things. I mean, there's people that you know struggle with anxiety or AD, ADHD. I'm I'm pretty sure I have undiagnosed ADHD or something like that. I I I can multitask, but I get very distracted. So I don't I don't know which one that is. But there are people that struggle with depression. I mean, I've known some folks. I've lost a couple of really good friends to suicide because the depression just became too dark for them. So if you think about it this way, though, if, if, if you are a mental health expert or specialist or something like that, there's, this was the least covered topic among creators. So that is an opportunity for you. Now, I also thought this was very, very interesting that half of the creators are solo creators. Now, it kind of made me feel warm and fuzzy because I'm a solo content creator. Um, I worked for a long time in uh, television. I mean, like a long time. I was a creative director at a Fox station for 14 years before the position was cut and I started doing my own thing. And I have been since then a solo video creator. And I just thought that was kind of interesting that it surprised me. I'm not going to lie that that half of the creators that especially, you know, um, answered this survey uh, work by themselves. And I know there's a lot of push out there among some some teachers and things like that to um, to build a team, build a team, build a team. You know, I, I'll be honest, I, I enjoy working solo. Now, I also enjoy having a team, but at the same time, it's a trade-off. I did hear an uh, interview recently with Ali Abdul, uh, and he was talking with Colin Samir. It was a fascinating interview. If I remember it, I'll link that up in the description. And they asked him about one of the things he was talking about is he, he felt he built his team too fast. And I, I, don't, I don't remember whether they said, you know, how many do you really think you need or if you were starting over or your advice. And he said really three people, four counting himself. What he would recommend, and this is his recommendation, an editor, an assistant, and kind of what he called a, a jack of all trades, somebody that could just do everything. You know, I mean, I think that's a personal decision, but again, half of the solo, half creators are solo creators. And I think those, uh, it was a small percentage that had only like on their team was one, two, or three people. So if you are a solo creator, don't feel like you're going it alone, at least half of the other people there. So one of the other things they talked about were ways creators share content. I thought this, again, was very interesting in light of some of the things we're talking about. 
Number one was articles, blogs, and books. By the way, I've written my first book. I didn't do this video as a plug for that, but dadgummit, I'm, I'm excited. It's been on my do list for a long, long time. I call it a do list, not a to-do list. But I've written a book called Live Streaming Made Easy, a step-by-step -step guide to go live. Uh, it's available on Amazon. Uh, it will be, I, I don't, as of recording this, they're still, it's still in, um, in the, uh, the approval state, but I'll put a link to that in case you're interesting. But that is one of the things I've been wanting to do was write a book. And I thought that was interesting. Articles, blogs, and books. Number two, short form video on social media. And they pointed that out that it was on social media. So I thought that was interesting. Now, one of the things they didn't get into is what do they define as short form video? So, you know, I think of long form, short form, and shorts, like really, really short. My gut is they're talking about shorter form video. Don't know that for a fact. And then the way that most creators are sharing content, email or newsletter. So my question for you is, do you have an email or an active newsletter? I'd, I'd like to know. Let me know down in the comments. Don't drop a link to it. Uh, I have that blocked so people can't put links down there. It's not that I don't love you. It's just that I want links down in the comments because I can't control where they go. But do you have an email or a newsletter? Um, give me a, you know, a yes or no or, or, or tell me about it, you know. Um, I, it's one of those things I have struggled the most with is <clears throat> trying to be consistent with it. I do enjoy it. Uh, I'm, I get several newsletters myself, but it's one of those things I, I have, haven't been that consistent with. That is one of the things that ConvertKit offers. And again, if you want to know more about ConvertKit, there's a link to that currently as of recording this, I also use Sinfox. But again, I, I just thought that was interesting that, it's a way creators share content. The opportunity is YouTube. Now, you may be saying, Kevin, because that's my name. D dude, YouTube? Yeah, check this out. The way that content creators are sharing content at the bottom of the list was YouTube. Now, you could say, well, maybe that's because YouTube doesn't work. And I'd be like, what? what? Really? What? What? As my, as my father would say, what's wrong with you, boy? <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just I don't think that they're taking advantage of it. It could be that people think YouTube is too hard. I say that like it's just, it's just a breeze and you can do whatever you want. But if, if there's more creators using articles and blogs and books and short-form video and email or newsletters and fewer are using YouTube, that is an opportunity for you, my friend, to lean more into YouTube. And I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be leaning even harder into YouTube. Uh, I do like Twitter or X, whatever it's called now. I use Facebook just for more personal stuff. But I'm going to tell you. Um, well, here, in fact, I, 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 this is the one screenshot I did from there. If you look at this, you'll see the whole list. At the very bottom, YouTube videos. It's under physical goods. I mean, really? So if you aren't serious about YouTube, hopefully after this, you're going to get serious about YouTube. I do have a course that I've done that, that can help you get through it. Um, I think most people that probably are on YouTube at least have started a channel. But if you're interested in that, I'll put a link to that. But I'm telling you, it is an opportunity. All right, next up were platforms 
with best engagement. Now, again, this was based on what the people that were answering the survey, what they felt like they got the best engagement on. But check this out. Instagram. And again, I'm, I'm curious in the comments. Are you on Instagram? Are you active on Instagram? I don't do much with Instagram. I mean, I have an account. I haven't touched it in a while. And what I think is, I mean, quite a while. And what I think is interesting <clears throat> is that I haven't really grown, but I haven't dropped. So I thought that was interesting. Instagram, YouTube, the best engagement, it, YouTube, including shorts. And I did think that was interesting because, you know, shorts I've kind of gone back and forth on. I, I'm, I haven't been a fan of the vertical content, but I, at the same time, when I look at, at, at the people that, that have found my channel and interact through shorts. It's, it's pretty interesting. And email newsletter. Again, I asked you a question. Do you have that? So what I would love to know if, if you feel like it, you know, are you on Instagram email newsletter? How does that, how does that hit for you? Is it, is it one of those things that, that you're using? Does that fit you? Uh, let me go back to that Instagram YouTube, email, or newsletter, where do you fall in that? Because again, I think there's opportunities. Okay. And this one, I, I'll have to say I was, I was surprised. And here it is. Only one in three use AI tools. One in three. Now, why am I surprised at that? Well, because like with so many things on social media, when something gets hot, everybody's talking about it. And I'll be honest, I, I enjoy keeping up with AI as much as I can. I've enjoyed using it. Um, I tend to, to use Bard and, and I do use ChatGBT uh, some. I do, I do like the interface of Bard, but there's other things I do. There's other tools that I, I have used. But if you think about it, only one in three use AI tools. But look at the other little footnote I put down in here. Over 30% don't understand the tools. So I thought, interesting. So that's not a not look. If you're if you're in that group that you just don't understand the tools, there was also another percentage that thought it was was too expensive. That's cool. That's cool because it's still so new. I don't believe AI will take our jobs, but I do believe that it's a way that we can use it to be more efficient and stuff like that. Now, I actually have a guide um, that I've put together. And if you want it for free, there's a link down in the description. Sure, you have to give me your email address. But if you want it for free, there's a link down there. Just, just enter your email address, follow the form, and I'll give it to you. It has like over 100 AI tools, and I've, I've listed them by categories. Who knows? It might help you. So I would love to know what you were surprised with. Anything that you were like, dang, I didn't know that. Or like, yeah, that's that's no big deal, Kevin. That'd just be something curious that I would be, um, be happy to know about. So I hope you found this interesting. Check out the videos on the screen now. And remember, if you're stuck, just keep creating, dude. See you next time.